Kindle Love Stories is excited to share an audio clip of Jamie Beck's new release, Secretly Hers, out today. Listen now and get your copy. Chapter 1 Kelsey adjusted her plastic tiara and entered Sweet Cake's bakery, smiling. Her niece Fiona clutched the cheap satin skirt of Kelsey's Sleeping Beauty costume with one hand, while the other waved a bejeweled princess wand through the air. The child's blonde curls bobbed as she bounced on her toes. Her pale blue eyes, the same icy color as her own princess costume, twinkled as she studied the rows of cupcakes behind the glass display case. Kelsey could practically hear the Ballard sisters raising their eyebrows as they snickered in the corner. It wasn't the first time Kelsey had been ridiculed in the tiny Rocky Mountain ski town of Sterling Canyon, and she doubted it would be the last. Not that she cared one whit about other people's opinions of her or her tendency to go overboard for the people she loved. And there were few people she loved as much as she loved Fee. So if Fee wanted them to dress up as princesses on her fifth birthday, then Kelsey would happily grant her wish. Princess Fiona! she announced. Which do you prefer, chocolate, vanilla, or red velvet? All of them. Fee pressed her little nose against the glass before glancing upward, shamelessly batting her lashes. Please, Aunt Kelsey. Kelsey grinned even though she could hear her older sister Mora's exasperated voice echoing in her mind. If she hadn't come from my body, I'd swear Fee was your daughter. The thought prompted both a surge of pride and a pang of jealousy. She and Fee did look and act like mother and child, but they were not. Kelsey ached to be a mother, but today she'd content herself with being the best darn aunt this side of the Mississippi. Tomorrow she'd heed her panicky biological clock and resume her search for a happily ever after with someone worthy, whoever he turned out to be. All three... Kelsey pretended to carefully consider the idea. Sprinkles, too, I suppose. Oh, yes! Fee jumped twice. Okay, pumpkin. Kelsey fingered Fee's curls. But don't tell your mom I gave you three cupcakes or this will be our last birthday party. Kelsey could imagine Mora lecturing her about healthy habits, but spoiling Fee was the advantage of being an aunt. Kelsey paid for the small box of cupcakes, then considered her surroundings. She didn't regret coming to town midweek dressed like a buffoon, but she didn't need to prolong the spectacle either. After all, she had current and future clients to consider. Her real estate business was taking off, and she intended to keep it that way. Contrary to most people's opinions, being blonde, buxom, and big-hearted didn't make her stupid. Kelsey understood that faux crystal-embroidered costumes did not scream professional. Shall we take these home to eat? She affected a British accent. We can dine on the balcony and preside over our royal subjects. And watch for Prince Charming! Fee twirled on one foot, her wand once more slicing through the air. Oh, honey, I think Prince Charming and all his brothers have fled the land. She grinned at Fee's pout. But never fear! We princesses will take control of our own destinies! Fee's forehead creased in confusion as they departed the store. I know, Prince Charming does have his benefits. Kelsey lifted the hem of her gown, focusing on her stiletto-clad feet while descending the two steps leading to the sidewalk of the old silver mining town, 
with its 130-year-old Victorian buildings nestled in the shadows of the San Juan mountain range. Her gaze remained fixed on the rhinestone ankle clasps of her awesome new shoes until she collided with Trip Lexington and stumbled backward. Gotcha. Trip's hands gently squeezed her waist until she wriggled free. To her irritation, her pulse sped up when his cool green eyes sparkled with amusement and testosterone. At least he'd caught her before she landed on her butt. The box of cupcakes? Not so lucky. Sorry. She tipped up her chin and once more straightened her loosened tiara. She expected Fee to wail over the smashed goodies, but her niece's gaze seemed riveted on Trip, who was a stranger to Fee. Oh dear, she really is just like me. Kelsey shook her head, knowing the wear-your-heart-on-your-sleeve romantic mentality would probably hurt Fee one day, just as it had stung Kelsey over and over again. Fee's eyes widened. Her little cheeks pinked up, too. Nearly breathless, she said, Look, Aunt Kelsey, Prince Charming. Trip shot Kelsey another curious look before facing Fee. At your service, little lady. Of course, Trip did look like Prince Charming and Adonis rolled into one, with a hefty dash of feral vitality thrown into the mix. At six foot three, he towered above her. Glossy dark hair contrasted with his sea-green eyes, complementing his chiseled cheekbones and nose. Tripp's clean-shaven face, a rarity among the mountain men in town, allowed admirers to appreciate his strong, masculine jaw and sensual lips, which seemed to be set in a permanent smirk. And if physical perfection weren't enough, years of skiing steep and deep in the backcountry had given him an athlete's swagger. Yes, when Trip Lexington passed any woman between the ages of 18 and 80, her ovaries sang with more worship than the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. The problem with that was the fact that he knew it. Worse, he used it to his advantage. He'd been in town for only eight months and, if rumors were true, had already slept with most of its single women. But not with Kelsey. Although they had been thrown together socially because his business partner, Gray, was dating Kelsey's best friend, Avery, until now their interaction had consisted of a mixture of light-hearted antagonism and false flirtation. Just as well, she supposed. She was hunting husband material, a man who wanted a wife and children. Trip was not that man. And even she wasn't so stupidly romantic as to believe she could change him. Besides, she'd already wasted too much time chasing after Gray before he'd fallen for Avery. The last thing she needed to do was get mixed up with Trip, even if he did have more raw sex appeal than any man she'd ever met. His gaze roamed Kelsey from head to toe, quickly but appreciatively. He inclined nearer, murmuring, Funny, but I've always seen you as more of a Jessica Rabbit type than a sleeping beauty. His hot breath brushed against her ear, sending tingles tumbling down her neck like fairy dust. Kelsey gripped her hips to silence the chorus coming from her own set of traitorous ovaries. Before she could manage an answer, Fee chimed in, flashing a giddy smile and spinning on her toes. We're princesses! Tripp smoothly turned to Fee, removed his cowboy hat, and produced an exaggerated bow. It's an honor, your highness. What brings you to town when you look dressed for a ball? My birthday. Fee stretched her arms wide apart, wiggling her hand. 
Ah, he grinned. And how old are you? Kelsey bent over to retrieve the fallen box of cupcakes, pretending not to watch the scene unfolding on the sidewalk. Always flip with women, Tripp's apparent ease with children took Kelsey by surprise. Five! Fee began swinging her body from side to side, one hand delicately holding up part of her skirt. Little flirt. Might I inquire as to your name, which I'm certain will be as lovely as you? Tripp smiled, and Kelsey had to hide a grin at the effort he made to speak in a princely manner. Fiona, squeaked the rapt voice. Princess Fiona, my name is Gunnar Lexington III, but everyone calls me Tripp. Fee giggled. Do you fall a lot? Never. Tripp knelt on one knee, palms splayed against his chest, facial expression exaggeratedly horrified. Not even from the tallest mountains. Then he flashed a genuine smile. The kind of smile that could coax Kelsey into believing there was more to him than he let people see. In other words, a lethal smile. Yet I may have just fallen for you. Fee swooned. Yes, swooned, before asking, Will you marry me? Kelsey grinned at Fee's bold question until Tripp's smirking face spun toward her as he said, My, you're training her early. Then he returned his attention to Fee. I wish I could. But by the time you grow up, I'm sure you'll think me an old toad. How old are you? Fee tilted her head, eyes narrowed. Too old, I'm afraid. He stood up again and grinned. Then marry Aunt Kelsey. Fee's delighted expression proved she believed she'd just solved a crisis. She's old, too. Fee, Kelsey sputtered. Tripp burst into laughter. Positively ancient, I agree. Fee stared at him with one of her darling, puzzled expressions until he controlled himself. In lieu of a wedding ring, may I buy you a birthday cupcake or cookie? He finally asked. Three, Fee clapped. Tripp's brows rose as he glanced at Kelsey. Three. Does Prince Charming object to indulging his beloved princess? Kelsey tilted her head, tisk-tisking. Stingy princes always get banished, no matter how charming. Tripp looked as if he had a snarky retort beating against his teeth, but he must have bitten it back for Fee's sake. Quite right. Three cupcakes it is. He held out his elbow, but had to crouch so Fee could grab hold of him. Lead the way, Princess Fee. Kelsey followed them inside, fighting against her heart's pitter-pattering as she watched Tripp delight her niece. Five minutes later, they exited sweet cakes again, this time without any clumsiness. Tripp bent down, raised Fee's hand to his lips, and kissed it. I hope I see you again. Fee looked at Kelsey. When you and him get married, can I be the flower girl and wear this dress? Convinced her cheeks must look like overly ripened tomatoes, Kelsey brazened on. When we get married, pigs will fly and you can wear whatever you want. You can even ride a unicorn right down the aisle. Now we'd better get going soon or we won't have time for tea before I have to take you home. Collecting herself, she glanced at Tripp and pretended no part of her felt wistful about their illusory nuptials or wedding night. See you around. Princess Kelsey... I'll be counting the minutes. He bowed before sauntering away, whistling as he went.
Kelsey dragged her gaze from his butt and grasped Fee's hand. By the way, 30's not old, Fee. It's mature. Perfectly mature, she thought, despite the fact that she was strolling through the dusty streets of town wearing a pink costume.